Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. We are studying the book of 1 Peter, and I have to tell you, this book is really becoming a blessing to my soul as I study it and teach it. I hope that it's doing the same for you. In this book, Peter is talking to a group that he calls aliens, strangers, people that are scattered all throughout uh, the area of modern-day Turkey. These people are not uh, in their own country, but they're, they're running. They're running from persecution. And more importantly, they are aliens and strangers on the earth spiritually because they hold dual citizenship. Their other citizenship is in heaven. That's their permanent citizenship. And so Peter has been talking to these people, encouraging them and giving them instructions as to how to live as aliens in a strange country in a country away from, more importantly, the heavenly country, the permanent country, the place where they have permanent citizenship. We have come to chapter 2, verse 11, but I want to back up to verse 9 and read that. It says, But you, speaking to the aliens, to all of us aliens, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into your marvelous light. And then he reminds us, for you were once were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You had not received mercy, but now you've received mercy. And so Peter's reminding them and reminding us aliens as well, well, that uh, we are chosen by God. God looks at us as a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We are God's own possession. And so uh, he says, you're that so that you can proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you. And basically, he's saying, I've made you what you are now. Because of that, you proclaim to the rest of the world around you, to this dark world. You proclaim the excellencies of, of the one who made you, of Almighty God. How does that happen? Well, that brings us to verse 11, to where we are studying today. And he says this, Beloved, and I like the way he addresses us, we are beloved. We are loved of God. Uh, We are God's own possession, loved of God. Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lusts which wage war against the soul. Keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles. And uh, I'm going to stop there for just a second. So so basically, uh, God is saying this to those of us that are aliens, that are believers, that are followers of Christ. God is saying to us, the way you proclaim the excellencies of, of Almighty God is with your life first, with your behavior and and so he's, he says here, I urge you as aliens and strangers. And, and he urges them to do something. Now, I, let me just stop and say that this section here, uh, chapter 2, verse 11, begins uh, a passage that goes all the way through chapter 3, verse 7. Chapter two, eleven through verse uh, chapter three, verse seven, and in, the, in this section deals with three areas of life where aliens can live honorably before unbelievers, and so this is how we can proclaim the excellencies of Almighty God. Uh, and, and he says, uh, first, abstain from fleshly lusts which wage war against the soul. 
it, it all starts there. Abstain from literally means to hold yourself away from. Uh, uh, don't allow yourself to get embroiled in those flesh, fleshly lusts. And, and fleshly lusts, by the way, are far more than sexual lusts. Uh, and we know that as we look at Galatians chapter 5, uh, verses 19 to 21. And here's what they say. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And so the Apostle Paul there writing to the Galatians uh, enumerates quite a list of what the lusts of the flesh are. And as I said, much more than sexual. And so uh, Peter is saying here, you've got to hold yourself away from these things because they wage war against the soul. And so what he has done here as he's kind of given arms and feet and, and legs to to these fleshly lusts and, and made them an army. And they are an army that comes, uh, that attacks our soul. Uh, Dr. John MacArthur in his notes say they're like, it's like guerrilla warfare, uh, always coming at us, uh, attacking us. There's an inner battle, you know, uh, that, that inner uh, um, fleshly man with those uh, fleshly, uh, not only desires, but uh, the, the way th those habits that th from the old lifestyle, uh, they, they keep rising up and they, they come again against us from the inside. Then there's the outer attacks, that whole spiritual warfare thing. Uh, we're bombarded from the outside uh, that, that, that tempts us to these kinds of things. And so we can easily get embroiled in, in these fleshly lusts of all kinds, uh, not, even the, not even including the sexual, all kinds of things we can get caught up in. And he says, stay away from it. And then he goes on in verse 12 to say, Keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles, so that in the thing which they slander you as evildoers, they may, because of your good deeds, as they observe them, glorify God in the day of visitation. Keep your behavior excellent. Keep your behavior. The way you live every day, every day of your life, watch out for your behavior. Keep it excellent. Excellent there is pure, noble, good. Uh, excellent is what brings honor and glory to the... Almighty God, keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles. Now, that was a phrase that was just another way in that day of saying among unbelievers. Uh, and so that's what we'll use here. Uh, Any time that you're living among unbelievers, and, and you know, if, you, if, you're, if your head's not in the sand and you're not somebody that's totally isolated, then you live always among unbelievers. Some people live among unbelievers in their very own household. And so he says, keep your behavior excellent among those that are unbelievers. And, and it says, in the thing that which they slander you is, so that in the thing in which they slander you is evildoers. And so that passage there means this, even though they may say bad things about you, even though they may slander you for following Christ, but not for the wrong that you are doing. D d keep away from that. Don't let give them reason to slander you for uh, in a, uh, and be uh, true about it. Don't, don't let them slander you for wrong things. If they're going to come against you and attack you and say bad things about you, may it be because you're living for Christ, not because your behavior is not excellent. And it goes on to say they, that they 
they may, because of your good deeds, as they watch what you're doing, even though they're saying bad things about you now, about your good deeds, but as they observe your good deeds, deeds, they glorify God in the day of visitation. And what that means is this. Ultimately, the day of visitation, it's the day that they, they meet Christ, that they are saved. And ultimately, you know, through your good behavior, they, they begin to get curious and God is drawing them. And they, they, there's a day of visitation. They are saved and they give God glory. Or, or sadly, some of them, they're going, to, they're going to reject it and they're going to stay the course and they'll meet God. And their day of visitation is not the day they're saved, but the day that they're judged. And even then, they have to give God glory. Ultimately, God is in charge. And so when they slander you for doing right, when they put you down for doing right, don't fight back. And make sure that you are keeping your behavior excellent because ultimately God is going to get glory. Well, verse 13 says, submit yourselves for the Lord's sake, to every human institution. So I said there's three areas that we live honorably before unbelievers. And today we deal with the first area, which is submission to government. Uh, this is the most political you're going to hear me get. Uh, I avoid a political discussion as much as possible in social media and other places because it's just nasty out there now. And it, and it distracts away from uh, the uh, true gospel. And also, uh, a lot of people's behavior isn't excellent in the way that they, they uh, go at it. You know, I believe in, in our system of government and good reasoned debate. It's set up for that. It's set up. It's a two-party or more system. And it's for good. We're supposed to be able to debate ideas, but today it's gotten way beyond that. It's a whole of, at a whole other level. It's become nasty. But uh, the first area that we're talking about is submission to government. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to a king as one in authority or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and the praise of those that do right. For such is the will of God, that by doing right you may silence the ignorance of foolish men. So uh, what the Lord is saying here to us is submit to God-ordained government. And all government is ordained of God. You've got to understand that. It doesn't matter if that government is good or if that government is evil. It is ordained of Almighty God. In the day that Peter wrote this, he was writing during the day of Roman emperors, and they could be real despots. And 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 I would say that we have, even with all of its faults and all of its wrongs and all of its corruption, we have a great system of government in our democratic republic. Uh, but but in those days, those despots were tough and nasty and evil, many of them. And yet, Peter said, they are ordained of God. We submit for the Lord's sake. Ultimately, it is obedience to God when we obey the government. Every human institution, kings, governors, whatever, we submit to them. That's, that's what uh, Peter was saying. Romans chapter 13, verses 1 to 7. I don't have time to read it on this po podcast, but I would encourage you to go read. Romans 13, verses 1 to 7. Uh, there it tells us that God ordains government for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those that do right. Our good citizenship silences foolishness and ignorant men. That's what the scripture says right here in 1 Peter. And so we need to be good citizens. And then finally, he says in verse 16, act as free men and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil, but use it as bond slaves of God. We are freed from sin. We are freed from darkness. We are freed from condemnation and judgment. Now we have the responsibility to act as bond slaves to Jesus. We are not our own and we represent the Lord Jesus Christ in the way that we act as citizens here on this earth. 
And so he wraps it up in verse 17 by saying, honor all people, love the brotherhood. That's our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Fear or respect God and honor the king. Uh, So we want to live in a way that's excellent before unbelievers in the area of citizenship in the way we act as citizens. That would include uh, not attacking those that believe something differently than us, not being nasty, not getting into nasty arguments. Uh, if, you've, if you want to put out your point of view, do it respectfully. Respect the other person, even though they may be dead wrong. Show respect and honor people and be kind to people. That's what the Scripture says. That's how we live. That's how we bring honor to the Lord Jesus Christ in being good citizens and submitting to our government. Well, until next time and the next area, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.